0: This This is is Yawa Yawa Radio. One welcome to the Yawa Radio podcast. The Yawa Radio podcast is an opportunity again to listen to one of our inspirational, four thought-provoking interviews that we have brought to the listeners of Yawa Radio. This is Glass Half Full with me, Steve Twine, and where I'm joined by inspirational guests from around the world, sharing their stories, stories that may well resonate with you. Sit back and enjoy this week's Glass Half Full. So, you're listening to Glass Are Full with me, Steve Twining. You know, and it's always, as I say, great to be joined by inspirational guests from around the world. Now, Glass Are Full is in the title. It's all about helping people see their glass are full rather than half empty. Uh, and joining me today is, is Claire Clifford from, well, she's got a great company called Sunshine Digital, but Claire's also got, well, a truly inspirational story. Claire, where do we start?
1: Oh, I don't, I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Go on. Well, tell us about your life and how you got to where you got to.
1: Um. So my life, I moved to Leeds from a, a little village that people may have heard of called Home Firth when I was 18 and mm-hmm. never left. Love the big city, but I love being able to be kind of 20 minutes from the countryside as well. Um. At my first proper job, proper job, I'd had a few unproper jobs <laughs> okay. doing various bits and pieces in shops and bars and so, et cetera um, as an estate agent. And kind of a lot of that was writing content for them, um, okay. short-form content for online as digital was up and coming. And that's where I cut my teeth, really, on writing online. Um, and then I went on to another job, um, actually in York. Um, for a big social housing consultancy and I was a business manager for them which involved me um, creating events and managing big networks and accounts and writing all the blurb that went along with that okay Um, social media is very up-and-coming and And my my boss at the time said well I said to him I think it's going to be a thing and he said well have a whirl then
0: and it turns out I was
1: right Mm -hmm. (laughs) 15 years later um and then after I'd been in that job for about six years I the job was okay but it wasn't didn't wasn't bring me joy I knew I didn't want to be there forever and they offered me voluntary redundancy and I took it okay and um, I've kind of worked freelance ever since um and then about six years ago the event that we'll talk about gave me the um the oomph and the bravery to set up as um, the front and centre of a business of my own.
0: Okay, well, that's it. Well, this this is the big event that really was, well, let's say life-changing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Absolutely immense. Let's, you know, share the story about that and, and, uh, and Baby Charlotte.
1: Yeah. So um, one of the reasons that I took voluntary redundancy and wanted to work for myself was because I already had one daughter who was about two at the time. And I you know, wanted more children and I wanted to have some flexibility. I didn't want anyone. To, I've always said I didn't want anyone to ever tell me that I couldn't go to their school plays because I had an important work meeting. And um, that was quite a big deal for me. So um, in 2006, 16 um i became pregnant again with my daughter charlotte and um, layla was 4 um seemed like the perfect kind of end to my little, little family and um she came along um relatively easy pregnancy <clears throat> she was born at home very quickly um i messaged a friend at 8:43 to say mm, don't think I should meet you this morning. I think something might happen. And she was born on the living room floor at nine fifty five. Wow, <laughs> yeah, so my husband had to deliver her right. So it was all very fast. She came in in a very dramatic fashion. She was the most placid, lovely baby. And I know um, when people are no longer around, spoiler alert, people tend <laughs> to, like, make them into this wonderful thing. But she really was. Mm-hmm. It was just so easy to the extent that I would say sometimes she's too good to be true. She's so easy and so laid back. Um, anyway, when she was seven and a half months old, um, I'd taken an impromptu maternity leave as well. I, I was supposed to go back to work after about 10 weeks and I didn't, and I was dragging it out because I want as much time as possible with what I thought was going to be my last baby. And um, we had a lovely day out of Lotherton Hall with my other daughter, like picturesque, gorgeous, hot weather, um, came home, um, had a couple of drinks in the garden, put Charlotte to bed um, and Layla, everything was fine. Um, When I went up to bed, she was fussing. It was a really hot night, Um, and I got her a drink, got some milk, gave it to her in my bed. My room was the coolest room. She fell asleep, and I made the decision to just leave her there. We co-slept a lot through her being a baby, and we both went to sleep. I woke up about four and a half hours later and reached for her, and she was dead, basically.
0: Wow, wow.
1: So she um she, she didn't feel right and then she was she was just there was something not right. I think she was actually dying at the time that I kind of reached for her um and ended up having to give a CPR, et cetera, et cetera. We were rushed to hospital in an ambulance and she died. Um basically. So um and it was just absolutely horrific. Um because I was quite open about the fact I'd had a few drinks that evening they were like well that must be it then you would you were drunk and you rolled on her and killed her.
0: So they were they were approaching in blame to you?
1: Yeah basically um straight away that happened and I was like well yeah I had had a few drinks but I wasn't like I was responsible for my child. I wasn't roaring drunk mm. I was I was aware enough to know that she needed a drink and give it to her and make up a bottle and take off her vest and make sure she had as few clothes on as possible to cool her down, and put her in a cooler room. I couldn't have driven a car, I don't think, but I was certainly in control. Mm. Um, The police wanted to do a blood test, which I agreed to, but after six hours of waiting in the hospital for them to come after one of my children had died, um, I made the decision to leave because my other daughter was with a neighbour and I just wanted to hold her and get to her. And they said they would come and take that blood test later on in the day. And they never came. Right, okay. So in all the paperwork, it was that I'd refused to have a blood test, actively refused, which wasn't quite the truth. Um. So obviously I'm dealing with the death of my child. The authorities are coming and they're all saying, oh, well, yeah, you'd had a drink and taken her in bed. Yeah, I had. I did something. I, I made a mistake, but I don't think that that was part of it um i was later on that week 72 after i was after she was she died i was interviewed under caution by west yorkshire police um and remained under caution for about 6 months wow um yeah yeah um, it was an in- intoxicated layover um uh, yeah and it's it's actually a law that was created in Victorian times
0: so, so Claire, at, at the time, then you know, was was the possibility that Layla would be taken away as well?
1: Nobody. Th- this was it. They were very much questioning my, um, my, my, my parenting. Nobody ever spoke to Layla. Okay. Nobody ever spoke to Layla's school. She was at school at the time. Nobody even even spoke to Layla's teachers. Right. Or are anyone involved with Layla? So it was all that was slightly strange that of course she's such a bad parent yet we're not gonna have any involvement with your other child.
0: So how did it resolve itself then after that six months then? What what was the
1: outcome? So um the outcome basically we had to wait for the coroner's report um to happen and the, the pathologist produced their report. So the pathologist produced their report and they could not find a reason for death. It was unascertained. With there was there the, the coroner I was spoke to said there was no sign of an intoxicated layover. There was no sign that she had suffocated, um, blood vessels burst in their eyes and things mm-hmm. when you've when you've suffocated, and there was no signs of any of that. So it was unascertained, and, and most likely down to Sid's of infant death yeah. syndrome. Wow. So that came back, um, but pediatric pathologists are very there's not many of them. Now I understand
0: there's only a few in the country, isn't there?
1: Yeah, so it took a long time, and um, so when they got that report, six months later, um, I was exoner- exonerated, for want of a better word, but then they had to be, the then the case was heard at coroner's court another six months later.
0: Wow, so, wow, long time in total then.
1: Yeah, over Absolutely. a year.
0: Yeah, but there you were, you were exonerated, so... You know, and, and, you know, something like that's just going to live there, isn't it? You know, you're you're never going to sort of change that.
1: No, and and I think speaking to other bereaved parents, you feel extremely guilty anyway. You're questioning everything that you did that day. And then when you've got all the powers that be swarming in saying, well, you probably did this. Mm. It's really hard to quantify that in your head and think it's taken me a long time to come to terms with the fact that that's probably not what happened and the the scientists say that's not what happened mm. but I will always wonder if I'd have put her back in her cot but then if that was her her night to die then mm. I'm I would never have forgiven myself if i put her back in the cot and she'd died alone
0: yeah yeah no yeah i, I get that i get that wow so so from that from that moment then claire when you were exonerated and stuff like that you know how, did, did you know your life changed again didn't it you, you know yeah. and so where did you move from from there
1: so charlotte died on the 18th of june which was she died on father's day which has just even wow. make, made things even worse um i then after having a funeral and things i then found out around about the start of august that i was pregnant again wow okay I was in, because I'd only planned to take 10 weeks off work, I ended up taking, it's now eight months. I had a minuscule maternity leave that was going to run for another another few months. But I saw my maternity leave without a baby, effectively. I just felt completely lost. Mm. Um, and then I'm pregnant again. I work in the world of digital. Um, I was not in a good place financially after maternity leave, but I kind of just thought, to myself that I'm gonna I'm gonna be working again soon enough. We'll just make do. This is a temporary measure. If I was not to to start working in the next couple of months, then I was probably not going to be able to get back into my field again because two years out of digital is a long time. Mm. Everything will have moved on. So like you do when you've you've just just lost a child and you're pregnant with another, I decided to launch a business. Um, which was Sunshine Digital. Some people, when they've lost a child, decide to start a charity or do something like that. I I felt at that time that charity began at home, we needed money, um, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to, to be defined by the death of my daughter. And she was such a lovely, sunny, happy child. She wouldn't want to be the thing that broke her family. I know that. So I launched in her name, Sunshine Digital Media because she was my sunshine.
0: Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And and how, you know, how have things gone then? How has?
1: Is... Oh, it certainly had its ups and downs, but I'd never been brave enough to, to start my own business. And I, I almost worked in teams and put myself front and center because I was scared of failing. Mm-hmm. Well, after what happened, happened, I was like, I've been through the worst thing in the world. Actually, if I start a business and it pans, for, doesn't really matter, does it? It's not in the grand scheme of things. It's just a bit of my own pride. Mm. Um, so it's gone really well. Um, I wouldn't say for all those people thinking about starting a business, it's certainly not just been a steady climb. Um, it, there's been lots of ups and downs. Um, obviously, COVID was a massive um, impact on my business. I lost 90% of my business overnight. Right, Okay. Um, But actually what happened during Covid, that short blip, being online became even more important and getting it right became more important. So I got a lot more business that way. Um, And also it changed my offering a little bit. So I do a lot more coaching and Mm -hmm. teaching people how to have a a decent online strategy, not just wing it, which is what I like doing. I, I like doing that very much and working with people and making a difference. Um and then business was great last last February I had my best month ever okay um and I was really I was working really hard um then I had um an incident where I had um a very very bad virus which impacted my heart and spent a month in hospital so business came right back down again exactly. so gradually going back up but it's been a roller coaster but I'm really proud of what I've achieved
0: yeah that that's awesome and I think that's great that you share that because. You know, so many people that you meet, you know, whether whether you're networking or whatever like that, and you say how things go, and they all they all make out the world's glorious and rosy and cozy, don't they? You know, and life's full of ups and downs.
1: It has those challenges.
0: You you know, don't don't
1: believe everything you see on social media. It's not like that. (laughs) You
0: know, I often go back because you know I I see lots of things on social media, especially around you know change your life in seven days and the. They've got a nice photo of a Ferrari that they've probably gone and hired or it's not theirs or yeah, they've taken yeah, a yeah, picture yeah. outside somebody's big house, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, exactly. and and drag you in. So, you know, it, it's great. It's great that you share that story. And it, it, I think that means a lot to a lot of people, especially, you know, the the one thing, the one thing about when people listen to these podcasts and the comments that we get, you know, it's that, well, that really resonates with me because, you know, the ups and downs that you've had, of course, have been quite dramatic, but, yeah. like, in the business world as well. Yeah, I've got – you know, I have a bad day. I have a good oh, day. Totally. Yeah, no, I have people that book me to come and talk to me on the radio and the podcast and don't show up.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, totally. And, totally.
0: Yeah, and uh, it, it happens, you know. Like, yeah. I used to get upset about it, but now it just happens, so you just have to move on.
1: I think – Sort of back in October this year, I was thinking, should is it time to kind of get a proper job and okay. and kind of stop being stop doing business myself and take that stress away? And I was looking and then I came up with another concept kind of like a, a membership club for getting your content right each mm. month. So I started the kind of I started a beat around of that. I'm still in it. Um, so it's not launched yet but that's going really well and it, it, it's really interesting and that's kind of changed the way that i look at my business and got me quite excited again about what i do and helping people
0: wonderful wonderful so, so it's that wonderful phrase you know we just flip things sometimes and just play
1: totally and i do think sometimes to make a really big change it sucks being there but you do have to hit rock bottom
0: yeah yeah and uh, yeah I've been there you know in you know in my life at times i've been there as well and it's it's when you've been there you appreciate the good bits yeah
1: yeah
0: exactly you know you you appreciate the good bits and uh, yeah and things happen and you move on from them so, but but look you know the other thing is look and i i read about this as well that you're also a wild swimmer
1: oh, yeah, i am a wild swimmer yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah this this fascinates me you know because there's this seems to be a growing trend
1: it is yeah um so everyone's like oh it's the wim hof thing what i do isn't the wim hof thing the wim Mm. hof thing is is submerging yourself in ice i would rather not submerge myself in ice but i do you do Um, (laughs) so i go to about twice i try and go twice a week Okay. Um, I went on Sunday night, which was um, the snow moon, the full snow moon, and swam under that. It was absolutely incredible, the spot that I was, because on one side you had the moon rising and it was completely clear. And on Sunday we had that beautiful orangey-purple sunset. So you've got that on one side co- going down and the moon coming up. And it was just absolutely, I felt so lucky. Wow. So lucky. And then into the water, I went and um, don't spend very long in there at this time of year, but it's really, really, really invigorating. It's also refreshing. And I've actually, um, I'm quite open about the fact that I've since since losing Charlotte and probably before I've struggled with depression mm-hmm. and take medication for that. And I've I'm not a doctor, but I've been able to reduce my medication right down since I started um open water swimming and, and wild swimming wow. because it it really does bring me that joy and if i'm having a really bad day and i can get to water it just really decompresses me wow Well, do you swim
0: in a lake or is it a lake or
1: what so there's a few places i swim one of them's near york actually Paulbridge farm right okay um and that's quite nice because there's a cafe that's open thursday to sunday I'm not affiliated with them in any way, <laughs> but they do do nice cake and drinks. Yeah, um, I'm in Leeds, so there's a couple of places. There's a lake, um, a couple of lakes that I go to. I actually swim in points of the river wharf. Right, okay. Um, don't go swimming in a river if you don't know what you're doing.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Not
1: a good place to start. Yeah, um, wow. So yeah, all over really.
0: Wow. So look from you know from all. You know the, the the challenges that you've described and the ups and downs of life and things like that. Uh, you, you sound to be in a in a good place at the minute. Business is going well.
1: Business is going well. Um, I have the I've got another son, Jack, who was the little boy that yeah. I was pregnant with so soon after Charlotte. He's my rainbow boy. He it's very hard to be sad when you've got Jack around because he's just he's absolutely full of mischief and fun and cheekiness, and he's always he's always up to something. Wow! Um, Layla's doing really well. Obviously, she misses a sister, mm-hmm. um, but she's just a really strong, resilient girl. And whenever her teachers say anything about her, it's just how kind she is. And that, to me, is more important than her being really academic or anything. That she's she's kind.
0: Yeah, just being uh, a nice person.
1: Yeah, just really. be, she she is just a really nice person. Yeah, um, probably a bit too nice actually, but we'll—I'm we'll, sure life <laughs> will take that out a little bit. Yeah, um, okay. probably. I'm a well. wild swimmer. I've got a great. I'm really. What I would say is, I'm really, really lucky with my friendship circle. I've got a really supportive group of friends who understand that even though we are six years on from losing Charlotte, and I have got another baby, I've still got that massive hole in my heart, and life will never be quite the same for me. And I'm still sad every day. Um, wow. but. My main takeaway from it really would be that on those days when you feel like you just can't carry on, just have a day. Don't don't think any further forward than one foot in front of the other. If if somebody had told me, some days when I'm like, oh, if somebody had told me like a week after Charlotte died that in six years' time you're going to have your own successful business, you're going to have taken up a hobby that, that changed your life really mm. and your mental health and you're going to have another baby and you, you're going to be happy and you're always going to hurt, but you, you're going to have all these things, I would have been really, like, I would have believed them that I would have been able to achieve that after such a, a big event. So sometimes when I'm being hard on myself or wanting more or thinking, oh, I'm not going to get a holiday this year because we're having an extension, I just need to sit back and assess actually how far I've come. Well. Wow. Um, and give myself a bit of a break because building this business while pregnant while grieving was one of the hardest things I've had to do professionally, but I did it.
0: Yeah. Claire, what, what an inspirational story and what a great place to end today for the listeners and uh, if people want to find out more about Sunshine Digital by the way how can they do that?
1: Yeah Um, I'm Sunshine Digital Media on Facebook, Claire Sunshine Digital on Instagram and Claire Clifford on LinkedIn and I've got Sunshine Digital Media website if anyone wants to get in touch about work but if you want some tips about wild swimming or child loss or i'm always up for having a chat anyway so if anyone wants to get in touch i'd love to hear from them
0: well what a great offer to have what i call a cappuccino moment yeah oh, yeah
1: isn't... cappuccino. <laughs> yeah or a green
0: tea whatever you fa- whatever but you fancy. D-
1: definitely definitely a coffee
0: <laughs> cool Claire, look awesome thank you for joining us today and whatever you're doing for the rest of your day have a wonderful day
1: thank you this, this is, is yawa radio, radio.
0: A big thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast from the team at Yawa Radio. Remember to check us out live online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at yawaradio.co.uk. And if you'd like to join us as a guest on Yawa Radio or as a guest on the Yawa Radio podcast, we would love to hear from you. Simply email studio at yawaradio.co.uk. UK. Once again, a big thank you for taking the time out to listen. This is the Yawa Radio Podcast. Copyright applies.